Podcast with Ben Davis Jr. and co-host Seth Coleman. Brought to you by Rowdy Smokehouse and recorded at the Back Row Studio.
That was Waiting on the Wind by Megan B. She has such a beautiful voice. Very beautiful voice. And she has quite a way with words. Uh, really excited to talk to her in a little bit. I am the Dirt Poor Troubadour, Ben Davis Jr. And I am Seth Drank All Day Colmer. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a, a good thing. I It was my day off. Uh, my son is with his mother. And I am living my life. I saw you had a, a solo dance party last night. At 3 a.m., dude. I apologize. I couldn't attend because of work. Oh, no, no. It's not a problem. Uh, when you're having fun, you don't always need someone else. And I'm learning that. I'm learning that. What was it you were listening to? Um, at that time, that was Azalea Banks, 212. I, I, see, I mixed it up and thought you were listening to Iggy Azalea. No, no, no. Okay. Does she still do music? I have no idea. Me neither. I G G Y. Don't know. Haven't haven't the slightest idea. What have you been up to other than that, dude? I have been having a great time with life and everything. And today, actually, um, I I I say I, I was drinking all day. I'm drinking all day, Colmer. But I I, I I went out and did shit today, so I wasn't drinking all day. I just have been day drinking. Uh, but I went to the Retro Rocket. Oh, man. Yeah. It's uh, a game store. I am very big into games. Like uh, the interview with Joey, I finally get to ask when I remember, hey, what's your favorite game? I think it's a really good question to ask. Yeah. And uh, so I went there today, traded in some of my GameCube games, Mario's Thousand Year Door. You know, anybody listening to this needs a copy of it. He has a complete very clean copy that came from my personal collection. Got some stuff off of him. A sealed minty, minty WarioWare. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I really wanted to pick up that old WWF game that he has. I think it's Royal Rumble, possibly. I think he sold for, it. But, yeah, there was no way I could come up with the money. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a wonderful collector's piece, and he has a lot of those, and there will be other opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean... You know, I want to. We need to get on with this and everything. But I want to ask you, what what is your favorite game? My favorite game, to me, the most nostalgic feeling that I get, which is really what I like about playing games, um, comes to me when I am Luigi on Super Mario Brothers. I mean, that's that's just it. I that's what I love to play is Super Mario Brothers, and Solid I mean, choice. yeah, I mean, I, I of course I played a lot of modern games, and I, I'm a PS4 guy. You know, I, I play I played through Grand Theft Auto Five and all of the other Grand Theft Autos, even the the first two, uh, which weren't as fun. But uh, and then of course Red Dead and all of that. So I like Rockstar games. I like the uh, Bethesda guys, although the games are really glitchy. I, I just I'm really into those. I like stories. And uh, but if I if I had to pick, I would say Super Mario Brothers, but only if I get to be Luigi because he's my he's my dude. Oh yeah, I that's great because that's a solid choice. Wonderful As a kid, game. wonderful game. Uh, we had a Nintendo. I remember we used to have two controllers when I was a kid. Uh, this was my earliest video game memory. But we had like my dad would take in all these animals, dogs and cats and goats and whatever, and something got a hold of the second controller. So. We ended up having just the one, but that doesn't matter for Super Mario. You need to swap back and forth as far as I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that. Well, my mother was always Mario, and I would be Luigi, and she would literally beat the game in one turn, yeah. and then I would never really get to play. But uh, when I did, man, I, I let let Luigi's light shine. Oh, yeah. You were just like, when it's my turn, I'm going to actually 
be here. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the one. To, like, Mom, let me play, please. I remember she would always be, what are the, once you beat the game, what are the little guys? The uh, Goombas turn into the black shell. Yeah, what um, are those? Uh, I always call them hush puppies. I know that's not their name. They don't even look like the hush puppies, those I, little toys. But You know, I'm drawing a blank on it right now. I feel ashamed. I know. You're the Nintendo guy. I know, right? So, please, leave us uh, in the in the comments section or the review section of this podcast. Please let us know what this is called. And that's something I want to talk about. Uh, if you are an Apple listener... Please leave us a review. Give us however many stars you think we deserve and leave us a little comment. Any creative criticism you can give us would be great. Uh, we just we love you. We want your feedback. We really, really hope that you will share with us. Any kind of feedback at all. Just You're like, hey, you guys are doing a great job. That is always great. But if it's like, you know what? You guys need to stop talking about stupid stuff all the time and talk about something important. We'll, be like, we'll listen to you. Or maybe not. We might. It's hard to tell. We like to talk about stupid stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damned Hell's Angels just went by. Dude, I thought it was the Outlaws. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> so we're uh, we're drinking peach tea beer. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of uh, tea or peach, but <laughs> I like beer. Makes you a happy or a jolly good fellow. I guess. Love you. So speaking more about the uh, review thing, I was uh, digging into some analytics. You know, people think that we're not put together. You know, they don't they don't give us enough credit, I don't believe. But we do check that kind of stuff and I have learned that five percent of our listeners use oh. Mozilla Firefox to yeah. uh listen to our podcast and that's oh. a we wanna uh send out a little bit of a tribute, perhaps a uh five seconds of silence starting in uh three, two, one. All right. There was. There we go. Five Thank seconds you, of silence for the Mozilla Firefox for the listeners. For the 5%. <laughs> you are the... Uh, the memals and peep pops of the world that are listening to this on Mozilla Firefox. Yeah, who uses Mozilla? Yeah, I mean, Internet Explorer all the way. But hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the Internet Explorer is by far the superior browser if you want to take all day to look at one website. That's what I used to do when I was a kid, and I'm all about nostalgia. Pull it up. Let it load, bud. Come back a couple hours. I got that tattooed on my back. <laughs> Pull it up, let it load. So Thursday, I went into my favorite Thursday night spot, Rowdy Smokehouse. Oh. And uh, this week, I had me a big old tater with some brisket burn-ins on there. And Megan Peters, the bartender extraordinaire, she uh, love her. recommended a fine peanut butter whiskey to me. Mm, it's called Screwball. Man, it, it tastes like peanut butter pie. If you're a fan of peanut butter That's pie. That's my favorite pie. Oh, you got to try it. It's it's very, very, very good. Uh, but they also have some really high-end stuff. Um, they've got Lagavulin Scotch. They have Whistle Pig. They have, they have tons and tons of different bourbons, uh, which is not really expected of a barbecue restaurant. And I, I really enjoy the fact that they have that stuff on hand. Because there are a lot of people that are super into bourbons right now. If you have needed another reason to get over there, just go now. I mean, go 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 get your bourbon. Go get a go get a little bourbon. What was in that whiskey? <laughs> Rowdy Smokehouse. 
Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse, gotta have that barbecue. Gonna get me a big old tater and a coal fire ribeye too. The hickory chicken dinner's sure to be a winner if you wanna feed your family too. Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse, gotta have that barbecue. Play it again. Put that shit on repeat. Play it again. If you go to my Spotify, you you can search and listen, see what you listen to the most. My most listened to track is the Rowdy's Barbecue jingle. JK, LOL. It's not on Spotify. Yeah, it is. Don't lie. Okay. But it could be. (laughs) It could. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It could be on Spotify one day. Once we get Conway Twitty's corpse uh, reanimated and he records his version. You know, that'd be really interesting, like a hologram Tupac, but... But Conway Twitty. Yeah. Singing about Rowdy Smokehouse. We can make that happen, I'm sure. Anything else been going on, man? Not not a whole, whole lot, I'll say. Like, I've, I've been keeping busy with work. Been I've been playing more music. I've been... Uh, I hooked my bass up in the uh, living room. I got my amp. I'm using that as a bookshelf in my living room right now. So I'm reading a little bit more. I'm playing more bass. Listening to a lot of music, I don't have the uh, the internet right now, which I'm not I'm not going to get the internet because I don't want to be consumed by Netflix and stuff. Not hating on anybody that does, just saying I can't control myself and I want to watch it all the time. And if I don't have it, don't have the ability to watch it, I will do other things that I want to do. I'm also living the no net life. I've been living that way for quite a while. Um, not necessarily by choice. I lived like that for years, and then um, when Emily moved in, she was like, I have to have the internet. I'm like, well, you're going to pay for it. And she did. And when she moved out, she took it with her. So I'm like, okay, I'm back to the no internet because I don't need it. I pay for it on my darn phone. So I canceled all my sm- subscriptions to Disney+, Plus, to Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, which actually net- Netflix and Hulu I that that wasn't on my account, so I didn't have to do that. But all the the little subscriptions in the Amazon Prime, I didn't realize how many channels we were subscribed to. I was like fifteen channels or something like that. I'm like, oh my gosh. I know that I've watched some Shutter over there with you. Oh yeah, that that's a good one. That's like if I was going to keep it, if I had the internet, I was going to keep it. Shutter would be the one I'd keep because they're they have the best scary movies. Love them. This week we've got Megan B on the podcast. She is a wonderful songwriter out of Athens. Um, she's done a whole lot of traveling. Um, she's she's very very gifted. I'm definitely excited to to talk to her about some things. Um, I know that she's done a little bit of traveling lately, but I don't know how far or how much she's done. But I'm really interested to hear how things are away from home yeah. as far as the music scene goes. And you know what I want? I really want to know. What's that? I wonder if she likes sour cream. Here's the thing, man. Last week, you and Joey kind of really upset me by teaming up on me. It's not really fair. So I'm hoping that she does not eat sour cream, and you'll get a taste of that. Well, I, I'm going to tell you. I, I can tell that you were upset, and I do apologize. I didn't mean to gang up to you. It affected me all week. I know. You're still turned around not facing me in the studio right now. <laughs> so Well, back-to-back's better than front-to-front. Well, you know, I am not going to allow myself to be infected by your sour cream cultured germs. I mean, how do you think that makes me feel, though? Like you're calling me a freak because I like it. Well, you're calling me a freak because I don't. 
you started it. Agree to di- disagree, bud. Okay. That we're, means we're I get to leave. We're we're forever. <laughs> <laughs> we're forever enemies forever now. Megan B. Uh, Love sour cream. I I don't know. I, it's not in her bio. I don't see it here. So you should you're, be. You're just going Look, to have to ask her. I. You know how would you ask someone that, and try to like be serious? Like, hey, you know, what's your? Wh- how am I going to? How am I going to segue into that? We'll see. I mean, maybe the conversation will naturally lean that way. Uh, if I, she brings up sour cream, you owe me fifty bucks. I'm not paying anybody fifty dollars <laughs> because of sour cream, unless they are going to start collecting signatures on a petition banning sour cream from the United States of America. Oh my gosh, you are such a fascist. <laughs> Singer songwriter Megan B writes with an unquenchable wanderlust and a raw love for the land. In the summer of 2020, she released her third studio album, Waiting, which the summer of 2020 is right now. This thing just came out. Just came out. Uh, You can find it on iTunes or Apple Music, whatever you listen to, Spotify. Uh, She recorded it uh, at the start of the pandemic in a humble basement studio. Intimate vocals and soulful lyrics are supported by a simple production that pulls you into the closeness and warmth of these songs. The album follows her 2017 release, Like a Canyon, which won the Ohio Music Awards Best Americana and Best Singer-Songwriter Album, along with a finalist spot in the 2018 USA Songwriting Competition. Wow. Yeah. Um, Impressive. She's incredibly gifted. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, like, did you hear hear it? I heard it. I heard it last night. I heard it the night before, the night before that. I've listened to it pretty pretty regularly, actually. I really, we featured uh, her song... Take your time at the end of the Walter DeBar episode. Yep. Yeah, and that got, that song really gets head. me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it touches me, man. It's a good one. Not really is. I heard it on WOUB radio on the way home. Brian Gibson, Crossing Boundaries, played that song, and he does a really great job of playing local uh, singer songwriters music and local bands and things like that. But um, I was driving and the song played, and I was like, man, this is such a good song. And uh, it was on a block of three very, very incredible female songwriters. And he always plays the songs, uh, you know, like typical radio fashion. They'll be like, such and such, up next. And then at the end of the block, they'll be like, that was such and such and such and such. And Megan B off of her new album, Waiting. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to talk to her about this. Yeah. And what's great is we are. We are. We get to. that. That's what's really fun is we're getting to talk to people we normally wouldn't talk to and we have an excuse to ask them to talk to us. Yeah. Uh, not that I don't think Megan would talk to us anyways, but it just makes it seem less uh, stalkerish. Yeah. And I'm in, like and I, I come to a full conclusion that I am intimidating to some people. I'm just large and hairy. I don't know if that's if you're intimidating. I, mean, I don't know. I, I, okay, I won't say intimidating, but like frightening. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice to myself. You are um, a large man, a, a Hagrid type. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get Megan B on the phone, and we'll be right back. I love you. All right, we got Megan B on the line. How's it going, Megan? Hi. Hey, it's going well. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. Fantastic. Nice. We've been jamming your music. Sweet. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. We're really excited to have you, too. Um, we actually, that's what we were talking about before we got you on here. Absolutely. 
So uh, what have you been up to apart from releasing your record and, and supporting it with your live shows here and there? Uh, what else have you been up to? Yeah, I mean, musically or otherwise? or <laughs> In general. In general, just live. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, the last couple of years I did a lot of touring, and so then the whole pandemic situation not touring has been so different. And also I'm just really trying to be thankful for the things it has brought me some stillness and you know time to really finish this album in such a patient slow way I'm so thankful that I had this album to work on during the lockdown I was just like I have no other big things coming up I'll pour all my love into this album project and so doing that and recording some videos at home working on some videos I just released this last week a video that I collaborated with my mom my mom actually took the cover photo for the album. Oh, that's awesome. She's been getting into, yeah, she's been getting into photography since her two rusty kids. We finally moved out, uh, you know, 20 years ago or so, and she's just dove into photography. So I made a video with one of my songs and a bunch of her photos to kind of honor her efforts in the project, which was super fun. And otherwise, man, I've been cooking a lot of food and, We've been cooking outside. We have the grill and we have a little stove top outside and just, you know, pretty much camping out in the backyard and working in my garden and doing a lot of meditation and just trying to take care of myself and those around me. Oh, yeah. I feel like yeah. uh, this pandemic has really been a reset button for some people just to like regroup and f- like, yeah, and just find yourself a little bit. And yeah. it, it, on so many different levels, I think that's true. I do too. And in the gardening, I've always loved to farm and garden and that slips away from me when I'm touring all the time. So yeah, it's yeah. a real pleasure to get to tend it. You said you've been cooking. Uh, what What's your favorite dish that you've cooked so far? If you, if you had to pick one. Oh my gosh. Well, I, we, we just finished eating before I jumped on this and we just had salmon on the grill. Oh. So that's what flavor is still in my mouth. Salmon and a bunch of sauteed veggies and some quinoa. And I'm queuing up. Uh, I just had my partner throw in the oven uh, apple crisp and I, we got some vanilla ice cream to churn after I'm done here. So oh man, that sounds delicious. In mind. Is it an apple? Yeah, I wish you guys were here. I'd Yeah, I'd get you a scoop if you were here. <laughs> Um, so we were actually talking a little bit, um, about this topic earlier. Um, we have had a debate over the last couple episodes, uh, about sour cream. Is that something that you enjoy? Hmm. I, I do know your opinions on it already. I do enjoy it, but I'll tell you since the pandemic, I've been making my own yogurt and I just make a plain yogurt. And it's just a great replacement for sour cream. And so if you don't like sour cream, but you like yogurt, it just provides that creamy, but it doesn't have that sour edge. It's, you know, it's versatile. You can make it sweet. You can make it savory. Plain yogurt. I'm a fan. I'm but sour cream, not, nothing against sour cream. Yeah. Yeah. What? Then you can kind of still blend in with your surroundings. You can look like you're enjoying sour cream, but nobody will know. It's just plain yogurt. Nobody. Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> I... I have everything. You said you have nothing against sour cream. I have everything against sour cream, but yeah, I've I do. <laughs> I I do purchase it from time to time and mix in the old Hidden Valley Ranch 
seasoning packet. Okay, yeah. Uh, because it, tri- yeah. it tricks my brain into thinking that it's something delicious and not. Well, it is delicious. No, That's Seth. the problem. It, it is delicious. I'm not going to argue with Megan, though, <laughs> because she is our guest, but with you. <laughs> Thank you for being right, Megan. I do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I'm with you, Seth. I got you back. <laughs> and yes. then, you know, then you could put the Hidden Valley Ranch in the yogurt, see if that does anything for you. Oh, oh, I, I just like the idea that instead of coming on here and being like, yeah, I'm pro sour cream, go ahead. You're like, you're a mediator and offering like, you know, this olive branch of yogurt to Ben being like, you know, I don't like, I do love sour cream, but here's another substitute that maybe you could just fit in with, with us. Yeah. I'm I mean, like a, I'm a chronic optimist. I really like to make, I'm a peacemaker. That's the best <laughs> way to be. Well, you've definitely diffused the situation for the evening. At least. <laughs> ben has now turned around in his chair and is facing me again. Like we, we were on not talking terms for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the conversation that led up to my arrival? There's this uh, heated sour cream d- oh, debate. That- Yes. Yeah. <laughs> un- un- unfortunately, I mean, we did talk a lot about you and your songs, and uh, I read from your bio and stuff. But there was some sour cream talk mixed in as well. There was, and also, I'm That's like, good. how do I, how do I ask someone if they like sour cream or not? How is that going to like organically come up? And then you're <laughs> like, I like to, I've been cooking. It's like, ha! There's the segue. <laughs> We'll we'll get off this topic because I know that it, it's uh, it's very sensitive uh, in this room at least. And uh, if you're ready, uh, we'll go ahead and start playing twenty questions. All right. Wow. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So I can't remember when exactly I met you, but I know that we've crossed paths several times and we've uh, actually played a couple of gigs together. But um, I've never really gotten to talk to you a whole lot, so. When did you first get into music, or when did you first realize or recognize that you had a knack for that kind of thing? Mm. Um, it was about, let's see, 13 years ago, I just graduated college, and I went on a road trip across country and met up with a couple friends, and I gave my car away and jumped in their car, and we were just we were just traveling the country and we ended up down kind of outside of Death Valley in this way far out desert wilderness and folks were playing music around a campfire in the middle of nowhere. And I was so enamored and finally, you know, college was over. Things had slowed down enough that I was just in that super absorbent mode of my life where like, wow, what is there to do in life? I want to take it all in. And then I found these people playing music around a campfire and, under the stars and my friends left after a couple days and I said, ah, just leave me here. And I stayed out in that desert Valley and camped for another month by myself and met folks that were coming in and out. And there was always music going on every night. And I was just singing along at that point. And then somebody eventually was like, well, you should learn guitar. And it was just like, I can do that. And, uh, <laughs> uh yeah, some, I'm one of the guys out there, I had put a guitar in my hands and showed me some things and then I was, I was hooked and I'd always been a writer. I'd always written poetry and written my journal and kind of made up tunes as I was walking or driving. But once I had a guitar, I had this vehicle to write with and to play with and it took off from there. That's awesome. That's a really good story. It is. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting like if somebody asked me, I would say, uh, in second grade, I was a soprano in the in the choir. 
And <laughs> well, I'm like, my, my dad gave me a bass for Christmas when I was 13. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Like, so you, you, yeah, and I did, I did play in a school band. I played the flute and the tuba in the marching band, and I, I sang in the choir one year. So I mean, I was always interested in music. I just never thought it was something I could do really personally. And didn't realize. I mean, as a impactful, life, impactful it could have been to you. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people it's like falling in love with your best friend. It's like, oh, whoa, music? Really? That, you know, it's just like all of a sudden, like. You've been here the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really awesome. We we talked a little bit about you. You just released the album Waiting. And uh, I mean, you've released three albums now, right? Yeah. Three solo albums and then a couple before that with a little trio. But yeah. Has has the process gotten easier for you? Oh, it's always different, but this time, super easy. I worked with Bruce Salzel, and we just went into it. Oh, with, I love Bruce. He's he's awesome. Yeah, he's so great. And I mean, when I was talking to him about what I wanted and just something really easy and stripped down, and he was like, you can do it at my house. And it was just like, yes, that sounds great. And super simple. Um and it had been a while. I think it's been about two and a half years since my last album. So I, I knew these songs so well. And that is helpful that when I went in, I just had a vision and knew the songs well. And they were all songs I'd been playing out live. And people were like, oh, which album is that on? Well, not any yet. You know, they were all <laughs> ready to go out. So, yeah, it was super simple. And then, yeah, working with Bruce where we had a vision of keep it simple, keep the lyrics out front, which is, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Easy. Um, did you have any local players on the album, or um, how how did you go about that? Yeah, yeah, I have. A, John Borchard plays on a few tracks. He is amazing. He's great. We actually um, talked about him in the very first episode with yep. Cutler Station. I heard that, and I got their album, and he sounds great on there too. And those guys sound great. And thanks for interviewing Cutler Station because I didn't even know those guys and now I love them. And Absolutely. That's why we're doing this. Yep. It's, I know. I love it. They're, they're yeah, awesome. Yeah, so John, yeah, I'm enjoying their album. So John Borchard is on it. Um, Jeannie Creamer is also a local songwriter, kind of old-time player. She sings harmony. She sounds some amazing harmony. And uh, Zeke Hutchison plays mandolin. And uh, Bruce plays some bass and some drums on it. And then I have a friend in uh, Seattle, Washington, Michael Connolly, and he put a fiddle part on it and sent it from Seattle, and he also mastered the album. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. So they traveled across the the country. Yeah, which was convenient because that was after the whole shutdown, lockdown, stay at home, and it was like we got all the players in the week before that happened, it was just this kind of looming feeling of like, Oh, something big is about to happen, but here we are today. So, and then it just all shut down and I was like, wow, timed up so amazingly that just we all we had left was Bruce's parts and he could do it at home cause he was home. And then Michael from Seattle who couldn't be in our studio anyway. So. Have you mm-hmm. uh, gotten some pretty good feedback on the album? I would imagine so. I have, yeah. I've gotten some good feedback from some 
bloggers and reviewers and also just other musicians that I really respect. It's always fun to hear back from your friends who are musicians. Absolutely. I, I was telling Seth. And my mom likes it. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the most important. Matters. That's the most important. My mom loves everything. My mom. I was telling Seth before we got a hold of you, um, that I, Brian was playing, Brian Gibson was playing, uh, it was just like, you know, he does the three song blocks or whatever on, uh, crossing yeah. boundaries. And he played, uh, three female songwriters straight in a row. And each song was just like, this is great. This is great. But then, uh, he played take your time. And I was like, Oh Aww. my, Oh my God, who is this? And then he said, that's Megan B from her new album waiting. I'm like, Oh my God. That's when I messaged you. I was like, Oh, I, I've got to, got to feature this on the podcast. Ah, thanks so much. Yeah, Brian Gibson is so generous and good about playing local musicians. I'm so thankful to have him in that spot, and I love his show so much. Me too. I discover so much good music. I heard you on there. He did a whole set of local music one night, and it was just like, I know this person. (laughs) I know this person. every, Every person, I was like, I know who this is. Yeah, I find so much new music for his show cool hearing your homies on the radio too yeah it is so cool and i like to text my buddies you're on wub you know (laughs) (laughs) so but it's fun i love getting to know music like i'm not a real researcher i don't dig in to the music world it's overwhelming so i like when somebody can curate me a set like that and that's i'm so excited you guys are doing this show because i'm like great they'll just introduce me to everybody they'll you know, play some music and let me get to know people. And I like having it fed to me a little slower or else it's overwhelming. There's so much out there. Where do you start? There is. And that's, that's why I like this format too, because if, if people like us, then they're going to hear the songs regardless. And, uh, that, that's a cool thing because that's, that's kind of how I am. It's like a million people can tell me you should listen to this artist or this artist or this artist. And I have a list on my phone that I keep, and it's so hard to just dig in and listen but when you're basically killing two birds with one stone you know you listen to a podcast that you like and then you get to hear new music and and that's really why we did this I mean we want to it's it's not even like we we came into this uh podcast wanting to feature art of all kinds I mean and and we're going to be doing that um over the next few weeks thankfully we we've I mean of course with me being a musician and Seth being a musician, we're more in tune with the music side of everything, but, uh, we want to feature artists of all kinds. And, um, I, I hope that we are able to shine a light on folks that kind of are under the radar. Not that you are. I mean, you've been traveling across the country for years and years and, and, and making wonderful music and people love it. And that's great. Hopefully we can find you some new listeners though. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. that that's what it's all about. That's like uh, our last episode with uh, Joseph Crabtree. He's a really prolific artist that really not a lot of people have heard of, but I, I can't wait for people to hear him because he's so talented and, and, you know, diverse with everything he does. He has so many different bands and so many different things. And that's like when you said thanks for interviewing Cutler Station because, like, wow, I looked them up and they're great. That yeah. literally when me and Ben started this, it was like, if it gets one person 
to listen to an, a band that we or a, a musician or artist at all that we uh, feature on this. If one person, if we change one person's opinion on that, it's worth it. It, it is. is worth every second of this. Yeah. And what a rich, diverse state and region we live in for music. Oh, yeah. There's it's, just so much. It's incredible. It's, I mean, it, you know, they, they call America the melting pot, but as far as music goes and everything, th- this region is so diverse and and yeah i mean it, different personalities different types of music different types of art um it's incredible the, the amount of talent in this little percolator speaking about your uh your traveling across the country um have, have you been doing much uh lately no not much lately i had one my big gig of the summer i went over to the purple fiddle in west virginia it was the first weekend they were open for music on July 4th weekend, and then uh, then they shut right back down. They canceled all music in West Virginia, so it was just yeah. such a sweet little trip. Um, super sweet. Uh, John, the owner there, was doing a lot to keep it socially distant, and it's out on the patio, and it was just really felt so good to play some music for folks. And then uh, we snuck away, me and my partner, and camped over there in the Monongahela, Oh, yeah. for a couple nights and it was so sweet i love hiking over there it's incredible hiking and then if you just drive i think it's about 40 minutes to maryland um i can't remember what the uh lake is called but there's a giant lake and i i went and did some hiking over there i actually uh there's an old mine uh out in the middle of the woods and and one of the trails takes you right by that it's this is just such a cool area um and it's a it's a different vibe there. I mean, it's very similar to Athens, but it's so remote. Yet, I I don't know. The just the people are so cool for being up on top of this yeah. mountain in West Virginia. Yeah, it is a different vibe, and you know the mountains are a little bigger, and it it was just so pristine and calming. I want to go back there. Actually, we're trying to get back there sometime before the summer ends and just camp out a little more. I was supposed to go this weekend, but unfortunately, you know, the, the music, uh, got nixed yeah. and, uh, I, John was really cool about it and, and we'll reschedule it, but he is always really good about taking care of traveling songwriters and, and puts them in opportune time slots, uh, and, and yeah. he features some really great music. I mean, one time I played, uh, I think at one o'clock on a Friday and then that night was like an Afro pop band. And that was the first Afro pop band I've ever seen. It was incredible. Nice. Yeah. I love the vibe he's got going over there. Me too. And I mean, just, uh, they've, they've got pretty good food and, and, you know, lots of good drink options and tea and things like that. And I, I like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I, I want to ask a question. This is kind of flipping gears right now. But I've been trying Are to. Are we do... going back to sour cream? No, no, no sour cream. No, we're, we're done not with going. That. I'm not going to sour cream. <laughs> Too sensitive. <laughs> yeah, Ben is pretty. Just, mad. Now I'm like the peacemaker, but now it's provoking man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, is it about sour cream? Ask me about sour cream. Don't poke the bin. Yeah. So, so I, I um I've been uh I, I haven't did this on the other podcast. I I I have forgot. Like I basically when we're talking, I just I'm like this just doesn't come up, but. I want to bring it up more because I am really passionate about this. Do you have a favorite video game? A favorite video game? Yes. What's your favorite video game? Oh, 
I would say, I know we see eye to eye with the sour cream, but I would say no, I don't have a favorite video game. I'm really not much of a video person. I don't need, you know, I don't have TV. I don't have video games. I'm really, yeah. yeah. So I cannot say I do. Okay. And that's cool too, because I mean, not everybody plays video games. But, yeah. you know, it's a question I got to ask. It's a question I got to ask because I, I, I love video games. I played them when I was a little kid and now I'm older and I'm like, that's I like video games. Like nice. So I, I definitely did when I was a kid. We had the Nintendo and I, we had like a PlayStation thing. What, what was your favorite game? back? I definitely played some games. I remember. I mean, I remember getting the first Mario, getting the Nintendo for Christmas with the first Mario Brothers. And that was super fun. That's my favorite. And, you know, Tetris. Yeah, Tetris was fun. Yeah. The, and I mean, the, you could play them forever. Those games will yeah. never get old. Yeah. Yeah. I did get hooked for very briefly. I got hooked on a little word game on my phone where you have to like, find words and spell i'm into word games like scrabble and crossword yeah, puzzles upwards i can dig some words oh yeah that's, that's yeah i don't expected. even remember the one i was playing but yeah this year has been pretty uh humbug you know it's 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 been pretty rough for a lot of us and it's been yeah. hard for a lot of people to find inspiration or motivation at all um do you have any personal goals for this year mm, it's really been doing a lot more meditation lately and I found a lot of inspiration and just calm softness in that and just it's kind of a daily work at just letting things be how they are and going with the flow and just accepting that everything is always going to change all the time and yeah so just staying grounded in that and reaching out to people and staying connected with people. It's, it's so weird how that's a job now. Like it is. my life was just so built around socializing and now I have to really carve that space out and make it happen. So staying connected and socializing and, and being outside. I, I love just staying outside and hiking and running and biking and swimming. I've been swimming a lot lately. It's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> Eddie Ashworth, that's his thing. Uh, he's he's a big swimmer. Cool. That, that's his nickname, Big Swimmer. I don't I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Uh, well, it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been listening to lately apart from Cutler Station? Mm, yeah, I know. I get stuck on one thing too. They've been in my car. So <laughs> I haven't been doing a whole lot of driving, but they've been in there and then um I don't know, a little Neil Young kick. And then I also just got into, um, there's an album called Trio with Emmylou Harris, Dolly Parton, and Linda Ronstadt. And I've oh. been jamming that a lot lately, too. Um, did you, have you gotten to listen to, um, oh, the new Homegrown album by Neil Young? It's, it's like a collection of old recordings. No, I haven't listened to that yet. It Did you was, listen to it? Uh, well, I haven't. I was hoping to get your take on it. Um, uh, the, the record shop that I get to work at sometimes uh, has it in stock. It was a record do- record store day exclusive, but it's been record store day has been pushed back like three times. So it's mm. been kind of a, a mess. But they went ahead and re- released a lot of the um, albums that they were saving for that day, um, and that's one of them. And and 
I've I've heard some pretty good things. I I really want to check it out. I wrote it down. Home it's on my list now. All right. Yeah. What are you most excited about for the remainder of this year? It's a tough question. Well, it is a tough question. I'm yeah, I'm excited to get out and do some more camping. I have a friend and her daughter who left town right before spring break and they never really came back because of the lockdown. They just stayed where they were and I've been missing them and they're coming back in another week. And um, right. so excited to see them, you know. She's you know, her daughter's six and they're such a lively part of my life. So excited for that and That's great. And yeah. And you, oh, get to, man. you get to do some more camping, hopefully. I hope so, yeah. Yeah, and I'm excited to, you know, see what other creative projects I can get into. You know, that's the fun part of being in a creative life is you just have to keep bending with it. And I'm sure I'll think of new things to do. It's been fun to make little music videos, and it's been fun to play in the backyard a little bit. But, you know wow, within these new uh, confines, what can I do creatively right. to enjoy making things without the usual outlets of having shows coming up and getting together with friends, you know, and just finding new ways to create. I'm excited for whatever that becomes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's definitely a challenge. Is that something that... Uh I don't know, garners your interest, uh, finding, finding ways around, uh, problems, I guess. Yeah. I was, you know, I was thinking just so much time on the road has somewhat prepared me for the challenges of the unknown. And yeah. you don't know, I mean, you've spent time on the road and you don't know what if the car doesn't start in the morning, then right. you're problem solving. And it's just like, helps you be thankful for what you do have when things go wrong. And so then this is like those challenges, but, the challenge is stay in one space and see what you can do within that space. And yeah, I've been, you know, I've been enjoying some of it and then other stuff. I'm like, you know, I really want to, I just want to sit around the campfire with a bunch of people. And, you know, that's really, I love that so much camping and festival season and just things organically happening between people with guitars around the campfire and just making up silly songs. I miss that so much. And, yeah, I'd love to find some more ways to make collaborations with the social distance guideline, you know, like finding ways to really feel connected, you know. But stay safe at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They need it's to so invent- nice talking to you guys. It just feels like, yeah, like this is so connecting just to Absolutely. talk about creative things. Yeah, and I sometimes like I forget. I feel like we're hanging out. Yeah. Right and I get that feel when I've listened to your other podcasts that's just like, oh, yeah, we can just hang out and make stuff up and talk to our friends. You know, like, it's fun to do that. I had some friends over this weekend, and we had a little social distance beauty parlor haircuts in the backyard. And it was like, oh, yeah. And I put the radio on. It was just like, oh, yeah. Like, we can all still hang out. But it's, awesome. it, it's just different. Yeah. Well, Unfortunately, we're we're running out of time, but um, I do want to one. I want to ask: Have you already released the music video that you made uh, with your mother's pictures? And which song is that? I did. It's for Middle of the Morning. Okay, and we're actually going to close the show yeah. with that song. So if if you guys like that song, uh, definitely. Either way, 
get on the internet and check that out. You know, it's art supporting art right there. Is it uh, on YouTube or on your Facebook or everything? Yeah, it's on YouTube and it's shared on Facebook and it's on the Instagram. Yeah, it's out there. Awesome, awesome. I can't wait to watch it myself. Um, what is your preferred method for folks to to hear your music? Um, do you have preferred outlet? Yeah, just yeah, my webpage meganbmusic.com. That's a catch-all where you'll find everything. Okay. And is there anything at all that you want to let our listeners know or your fans who might be listening? Oh, man, I just, you know, I haven't really taken enough time. When do we ever take enough time just to say thanks? I'm so thankful for everybody who supported. I did a big pre-sale for the album, and so many people supported it, and it really was so beautiful. I have a little tip jar out there, and people, you know, people throw things in there, and it's just, it means so much to me, and I just feel so thankful that people have supported me as a musician and continue to encourage me to do this thing that I love. And I'm glad that people are listening and enjoying. And I'm really thankful that you guys are here having me. And I'm just really, you know, what, what a gift to live in this life and get to create things. We're extremely thankful that you, uh, you know, volunteered some time to talk with us and, and, and that you've shared your music, honestly. Um, it's, yeah, it means it, a lot. It's it's great music, and you're a great person. We really appreciate you, and, and hopefully we'll get to talk again real soon. That would be great. I'm, it's my pleasure to be here. It's so nice to hear you guys. That was Megan B. It was Megan B. And you know what, Seth? It, what? it made me think about the time that we we me, you, and our buddy Corey Madison made that fine Apple Brown Betty. Oh yeah, for the Thanksgiving dinner I totally had at my house. Think of that. Yeah, before smoked before old COVID nineteen. You know, we could all hang out at my house and and make big dinners and use our hands and and feet to mix it all up. Yeah, we, and we had a group of people playing music together who oh, never was, played music together. It was fun. And also, this is really funny. I remember this. Me and Corey took a really funny. Uh, a mock of American Gothic out at your house because you had a pitchfork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we recreated that. Both of us had cigarettes in our mouth and holding a beer. <laughs> You're going to have to post that right on the podcast page. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, I, I, I've wanted to do this in a couple episodes, but if people are listening and listening to the whole thing, if you comment on any of the link, a link that I post or Ben posts, of this podcast, if you comment falafel, I will send you a personal message and tell you how much I love you. Falafel. Falafel. That's a good way. That's like when when people want you to advertise in like the phone book, you, the best thing to do is like have a little coupon that they can cut out and then they bring it in so you know it works. So this is our way of knowing that yeah. this the, the end Are of the podcast is getting listened to. Yeah, a lot of people, because I, I, I did it myself, like 20 minutes in, I'm losing concentration. You know, I, I just, I lose, you know, track. But I, I want to make sure people are listening. If you are, that's great. If you're not, that's great, too. Thanks for tuning in at all. I, I want to say again, please, if you would like to be featured on this show, send us an email or a message on Facebook and, I, and just holler. And we, we will get you on the show because we want to. Well, I mean, we have some really good shows lined up. We do. I'm I'm very very excited. Uh, we got Patrick Sweeney next week. 
We've got AJ Good uh, the week after that from yep. the House of Masks. Um, Which is a kind of a mix-up. He's not music. Yeah, he's not a musician, but he does enjoy music, but he also collects a whole lot of really cool stuff. I, I mean, bet you he likes games. I guarantee it he likes games because I have seen him playing video games. Oh, me and him are going to be best friends. You'll probably get along pretty well. And, and we also have a few more lined up after that. We just... You know, we'll keep you posted. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We we can't give you too much right now. Got to keep some stuff under wraps. But yeah, because we have a real treat for you in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely, something that's really gonna everyone's gonna love. Everyone's gonna love it. It's fun for the whole family. It is. If your family cusses and drinks PBR. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we're gonna send you off with Megan B middle of the morning and just remember she likes sour cream she does but uh the yogurt alternative sounds okay by me um you should try it i'll try it see how it goes but i just don't know if i'm gonna like it on my tacos uh just don't know if that's a thing but i am the dirt poor troubadour ben davis jr and i am seth drinking all day homer we will talk to you next week love you Sun is rising like fire through the trees And I'm on the porch with a steam and a cup of tea A blue jay is singing out a chorus and a warning And I find myself here in the middle of the morning Sun is shining off the glisten of last night's rain. A whistle's blowing in the heart of a distant train. Little reminders that the world's gonna keep on turning. I might find forgiveness in the middle of the morning. In the middle of the morning Well, I think about you So far away Maybe you're driving some empty back roads Maybe you're speeding off Down the Start right here